This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So new season approaches and I've got the man who knows it all, Ian Holloway. How you doing Ian? I'm alright, I wish I knew it all, yeah. <laughs> I'm relying on you because I mean I've got I haven't got the answers, but I know that you've got and know you've got you've got all the answers. I know you've had a bit of a sort of relaxing sort of kind of last few months. I mean, what's it like being like I said you're a man of leisure the last few few months? What have you done to take advantage of the time? Yeah, I've been doing some work. Um you gotta keep yourself busy. I'm I'm, I'm always up early and a bed early and up early, and I, I got to be doing things, you know. So uh, when I got the news, I they didn't want me at work anymore. Then uh, you got to find someone else to do. So I've been renovating things, fixing them. That's been good, and I've also enjoyed watching the World Cup. I thought it was absolutely fantastic, you know. And and, and I mean, the best team won at the end of the day. Do you think? I I don't think we can argue with that. Do you? I think um, some some of the football from lots and lots of different uh, countries and styles was, was outstanding, and. Uh, I have to say the balance of the French team with and without the ball was incredible. I thought Mbappe was just somewhere else and Pogba stepped to the plate, didn't he, really? I thought he looked he looked so mature, you want to see him do that. And then with him and Kante getting around the place, it was just the, the balance they had, you know, and probably the, the back four was as good as anything anywhere in the world, you know. So um, it was disappointing. You know, we'd have loved to have faced them in, in some way or form, but just very proud of the way the young lads stepped up. They, they weren't selfish. They worked hard for each other. We, we showed talent. We showed things. And there was lots and lots of positives for me. Just interesting, just from a football manager's point of view, obviously you've seen a marked difference between the attitude of the players beforehand with the managers and Gareth Southgate with the players. How much of an effect do you think he's had on them? And, and you know, just what did he do to, to make this happen with, with this team? <coughs> well, first off, he, he, he took enthusiasm and got rid of there wasn't, there wasn't one person who the press would have wanted him to take that he took. You know, he, 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 he picked it on merit. He picked it on... Uh, didn't worry about experience. He, he picked on what he thought he wanted from his team, and and so for me, he was his own man. What he managed to do was also support people at the right time when Pickford made a so-called mistake. Um, 
people wanting to jump on it and he went no no he's my number one and you know that was the support that our players have needed I think the way he allowed um, Delft to go home and to be at the birth of his child was was exceptional and um, and they look relaxed and they look like they're enjoying, enjoying what they're doing it obviously it helps when you've got Harry Kane who, who, who we all felt he's going to score in a minute he's going to score in a minute you know that does help but the overall way that we're trying to do things, I, I, I commend him. I hope it all works, and, and we got to keep sticking to it. Because if you're, if you want to keep the ball, you want to move the ball, you want to make someone chase to get the ball. That's what you got to do, even when you're in front. And if I got any sort of worry about it, when we were in front, we went a little bit longer. Right? They might have pressed us, but you still got to believe in and keep it. You still got to move. So. Hopefully we'll get better and better, but he deserves all sorts of credit. I thought he controlled the media, he controlled the fans, he made the fans want to cheer their team, and, and I was very, very proud to be English, to be fair. Just coming back to it, I mean, you had a couple of years at, at Loftus Road, which we may come back to in a little bit, but before that, I know when you did your punditry before, and, and I cannot I cannot talk to you, Ian, without actually talking about this. You made a couple of predictions. You predicted Huddersfield to get relegated and Brentford to get relegated one season. I was just going to ask you, because we're you know, man-to-man here now, as they say, how did you get that so horribly wrong? Yeah, well, the thing is, when you keep selling your best players, which both of you are doing, from an outsider, that's not a good thing. So as an outsider with experience, I wanted to say to your people, oh, don't keep doing that. Brentford, when, when they, I felt they had a really good manager, their owner said, no, no, you, you, you're going. It almost ruined the end of your season. So what I was trying to say for you lot was, hang on a minute, stop doing that. But I can't say that now. Wagner, right, brought three or four people from the country he was working in, got three or four people out, changed the dynamic, changed how they thought, worked with the crowd to get them on his side, done miracles and miracles can be done I managed to do one at Blackpool where everybody said we were going to get relegated so what what I wanted to say at Brentford was the fact that if you keep doing that you're not going to give your manager much chance but they prove you wrong right and what they've got is a fantastic scouting network they've got an excellent excellent manager who plays a wonderful way and you've got an identity so well done to you you know so all of the QPR stuff out the window why I did that was I don't bet I don't ever go and predict what's going to happen someone asked me to right and I was going on feeling of what's not a good thing to do is keep selling your best players all the time I had that done to me at Bristol Rovers and that wasn't good I lost all my strikers all in one fell swoop but if you've got a production line coming and they know the way they play and you keep doing the same thing what I'm glad for you is you didn't lose your manager this summer because he's done a fantastic job Brentford has come through a lot of ridicule for using statistics as just one way of identifying players find obscure players out there that no one else has heard of and obviously I mean you've been around for a while but you're from a, you know from the traditional football background I mean there was a lot of you know bad feeling towards Brentford because they were using this approach wasn't there well, call it bad feeling, call it whatever. It might even be a bit of jealousy, might not it? If they keep getting someone who wins all the time, and then you know your little ginger midfield player, I think is absolutely fantastic. Woods, Ryan Woods, yeah, absolutely magnificent footballer. You know, but the thing is, it, you only need one season. Like they used to have it, crew, where you before you sell that star, you keep him that little bit. He might get you there, and if you got there, then things could really change because you'd have that money there. 
right? So whatever you've done so far has been without money. Money helps sometimes if you spend it wisely, you know, because the markets you look in, the way you do things, if you up that, like Watford do, Watford's owners do the same thing. They've got a scouting network. They do the, the, they crunch the figures. Look where they are and look how many players they've got. So you're, you're on the right way. You're in the right model. But you know, all I'm saying to you, it's very, very difficult when you've got a small pool of players. You've got to have them ready and, and that window slams shut to be able to do that for you lot. Which is, what do you want really? Do you want to see your best players go, or do you want to get promoted? End of. And it's interesting you say that because, again, as a manager, you talked about how they used to do this all the time with you at Bristol Rovers. I mean, this season, um, we've obviously sold a couple of players, John Egan and Joseph Soon, who we believe as fans and also obviously the directors of football think that he's replaceable, they're replaceable. But then on the flip side, we've got um, Chris Mepham and uh, Ollie Watkins, who the club has said are not for sale. 100% they're not for sale. So we've had bids of over 10 million for Mepham already, which has been rejected. And Ollie Watkins people are coming in for him now. Um, do you think at the moment now, Brentford are sticking as opposed to twisting? This is the moment. Yeah, well, you hope so. It's also how those lads are going to feel and how their agents are going to be if they come knocking on Dino's door and said, oh, what about I want him and I want him to go. So that's what you've also got to deal with because there's vultures out there they'll swing around and they'll start biting what you, you've got they'll want it you know and, and that's the balance of it you know if you've got enough of them replacements coming and going then, but you've got to also keep those lads happy anybody is happy if they feel they're moving forward so you've put pressure on yourselves by finishing in the top 10 the last 3 or 4 years in a row so can you take that next step right and I guarantee you if you keep selling your best players all the time that might not happen Right, so well done. That's what you're saying. Hopefully, Dino will now work with the ones he's replaced. Right, and as long as that's the manager's choice and nobody else's, then you are in a really good position. So well done, well done to you. So your scouting network has been way ahead of the game for the last few years, right? So that's credit to who? Is it just the manager or is it just the way the clubs run? Deep down, their job is to keep things moving to balance the books but you also need that slight difference that gets you that next how are you going to get that that's what you've got to ask yourself and I'm, I'm interested like I say your background as a championship manager you saw that league big time over the last couple of seasons there were some teams that did very well there's some teams that didn't do very well um, you're obviously like I said on the quest show for the next year and you're going to be watching the game from a different perspective I'm just wondering who now do you think are the teams that we should be looking out for in the championship, right, you've got the momentum of coming up. So you've got Wigan, had a fantastic season, beat Man City in the Cup. You've got Blackburn Rovers with Tony Mowbray, very experienced fellow. I think Paul Warren's done brilliantly to get Rotherham back up. Fantastic after the disappointment. Then West Brom, you've got Darren Moore, who already lost the game when he took over. Stoke City, right, Swansea City, and then... Derby County, Aston Villa and Middlesbrough, where do you want me to stop? Do you know what I mean? So it's amazing. No, it's amazing. What What is amazing is the standard of the play. And I think that's what you've got to be proud of, right? So what I'm saying is if you can just convert a few more of your chances because you created more than most and more than a lot, then you shouldn't be fearing anybody. The facts are some of these big wigs, they're going to be expectant and you might crack in there the way you play is a credit I've always said it right the way you play is a credit 
and uh, everybody should be optimistic right now. They should be. Every single supporter in the country, I want to be optimistic, and the facts are that you should be very happy that you didn't lose your manager in my opinion I think we are very happy very grateful he's a great guy he's a great manager and like I said to you the last time I saw you was about a year and a half ago at Harlington when we played that the B team game and Brentford B team played keep the R team and you had Silla you had a, you had a load of first teamers in there and it's a really really tough game for our guys I think you beat them 2-0 yeah, you came out the cafe and you shouted a load of things at them they scored and I was thinking wow the Holloway effect, like you know, what I'm saying? It was, uh, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It's, <clears throat> you try and get your message across to when you want your team to play a certain way, and and you need that going down through your club. And you know, listen, Q- QPR will be will be playing good football. Steve will do that. He's done it before for him. So I'm delighted to have to have been a part of the last couple of years, and, and I wish him all the very best for the, for the very very near future. You're going to have some tough games. And one, two of them will be against them. I, I can tell you, but you know the beautiful thing about football is, is in amongst all the the passion that you feel for your own club, there is a, also a a respect, right? And I think that's what people forget in our country that the respect that football supporters understand that you might like the other team, but I tell you what, fair play to you. Without without each other, we ain't got no game, have we? There's no game. And it's interesting you say that about the respect and the football family. I mean, um, I know just before you played Brentford, un- unfortunately, you know, your, your mother died a, a few weeks beforehand that as well. Um, but you were very, very um, bowled over by the respect that you got from both sets of fans, from both Keep the Art and Brentford fans before that game, who paid tributes to you and your family before that, which one, which just shows shows you that rivalry gets put aside, you know, when it comes to situations like yeah, this. Yeah, I, I come from Bristol. I come from a, uh, there's two teams in Bristol, you know, and I used to joke and say it's Bristol Rovers and Bristol Rovers reserves, but used to cause all sorts of trouble. But Bristol City without Bristol Rovers, Rovers without City, it, it wouldn't work. You know, you need each other and. You know, there's all sorts of rivalries that you go through, but for me, football's a winner, right? You you, you stand there on that Saturday. You, you I've never put a team out to lose. I've always put a team out to try and win. Sometimes you're disappointed, but you know, at the end of the day, what you got to do is keep coming, bouncing back. And Brentford know all about that. You know, when I had my time there with with Frank McClintock and Tommy Dock, we, God, they deserved to win, and they couldn't. You know. They couldn't at the time, and you know, if you if you look at life, you want you want some good times. Putting that shirt on, you want to follow your club, and you but it, you don't need them. You just want them, and you'll never forget them then. You know, and for me, that's that's the wonderful thing. I watched a program about Bill Shankney the other night, and there was a fellow on there, and he talked about the wonderful times that he witnessed, and and now he's a little bit older than me, and he's saying, my kids might not see that, but. The Shanks did that for us because he made us all believe. And you know, the funny thing is, it, it, you got, you got to keep hoping for that one time that you're going to be part of it. You know, I had that at Blackpool; it was amazing. But unfortunately, it didn't. It don't last long. But you know, and, and they're getting that at Huddersfield. You know, you might have your day. QPR might have their day again. But the thing is, you hope for that day and you want to remember it. So. The beautiful thing about now is we've had a wonderful World Cup where some of the football was amazing. It was attacking, it was it was fight four free and it was you know, you never knew what was gonna happen. Hardly a draw anywhere. And I want the league to to feel like that. And I think the championship 
even more so than the Premier League, is that league. Because you can't tell me who's going to beat anybody on any given day. You try to, you'll be a genius. It's impossible. The standard of it, the way the coaches change their shape, the way the players know how to slip in there. Sometimes Brentford play with two sitters. One, They might play with one. They might push two on just behind the front three. Do you know what I mean? Whatever it is, they, they all know how to do it. Now. And it's incredible. So... Full credit to everybody. I can't wait to get the season going. I can't wait to see what happens. Can't wait to see you QPR sign. Hopefully they'll get some experience to help those young lads because some of them were fantastic. So Ian, last question. One team to get promoted. Just one. Who do you reckon? A banker. Yeah. Safety-wise, I'm going to go for one of the three who came down because that's normally what happens. Yeah? So you've got Swansea, Stoke City or West Brom. Which one? I'll go for West Brom. For one reason, right? I'm delighted that Maury got the job after already losing the game when he took over. Okay. So you got them going up, them going up. West Brom going up. One team who's definitely going down. Oh, I'm not saying that. Oh. I'm not ever going to say that again. All right, okay. No, because all that breeds is negativity. Okay, okay. And I'm not a negative person. What I'm going to say is, I hope you all get where you want to be. And do you know what? Do you can get top six this year. I do believe so. Well, there you go then. That's what everybody's thinking. That's right. I guarantee you, if you ask the Rotherham fan, are you going to get top six this year? And you say, yeah, don't you? Well, whilst we one last question, the dark horse, the team that people have like, mm, we're not sure, and bomb, they just pop their head over the parapet and they get in there. You never believe they would do. Well, I'm expecting you to be up there, right? So I'm going to say Leeds, right? And I'm going to say Leeds United because of their manager, all right? Because for me... The fellow's a, a living legend. People like Guardiola go and speak to him about his tactics and he's been doing it for years. So I'd love to see him do some magic and liven them up up there. OK, interesting. Ian Holloway, great chatting to you and look forward to seeing you on the Quest TV Football League show. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good luck. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.